Welcome to Faith for Everyday Podcast with Pastor Simpebedia. You're the God of this city. You're the King of these people. You're the Lord of this nation. Say, I am on the hill. I can see visions. I can see visions. I expect miracles. I expect miracles. And I'm fulfilling dreams. And I'm fulfilling dreams. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. All right, please. Without doubt, there is one thing I know God wants to do for all of us. And that is God wants to save all of us from sin from the devil and from death. And God wants all of us to succeed in the things we do. And God wants all of us to serve him and others with the success we have. Let me repeat it. Without doubt, I know of a certainty, God wants to save every one of us from sin, from the devil, and from death. God wants every one of us to succeed. And God wants us to serve others and him with our success. Amen. Amen. There is a thief out there in the world where we often go out to who wants to steal the success we have. He wants to kill us and he wants to destroy everything God wants to do for us. Please, are you here? This thief does not want us to serve him, God. And this thief does not want us to serve others. And this thief is fighting us every moment of the hour. Tell somebody, every moment of the hour, there is a thief out there who does not want you to succeed. And he doesn't want you to serve God and others. Sometimes he feels that it's okay to be saved, but to succeed and to serve others, he doesn't want you at all. So this thief represented by Pharaoh said, you can go into the wilderness and sacrifice, but not with your cattle. You can come to church, but don't bring your children. You can come to church, but don't give offerings. The thief is out there, and that thief is fighting you. Tell somebody, the thief is fighting you. And please, any time the thief comes around, I want to repeat this, and I know what I'm talking about. Anytime the thief comes around, he targets only one thing. Because that one thing is fundamental to your Christian living. That one thing is what? Fundamental to your Christian. Brother, if I guess it, sit close to my brother and make sure his eyes is open and watching me throughout the service. So pinch him, get a pin, something. Huh. Yes, every time. Yes, help him. Clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, there is a thief. And because I'm preaching about a thief, 
The thief is still around. There is a thief out there. God wants all of us to be saved. God wants to save your marriage. God wants your marriage to succeed. And God wants your marriage to serve him. I said God wants your marriage to do what? To serve him. Your marriage should serve God. And your marriage should serve others. Perhaps if by the grace of God I wasn't married to my wife, perhaps we wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be serving our generation with Sunday school. Not every woman will agree that we should spend our whole life educating children in a poor neighborhood and take a meager school fees. Which even when you ask parents to pay, they insult you and call you wicked. Not every woman would agree. We also know what to do with money. But you see, go by the grace of God, I married a good wife who would allow me to say, okay, in order for your ministry to work, let's charge something very little that parents can pay. If only they are responsible enough to pay for the education of their children, they can pay. Clap for Jesus. Oh, clap, clap. If you don't clap, you wouldn't like my message. Because I'm coming to teach you the great secrets to be happy on the hill. The greatest secrets that will make you happy all the days you stay in Trinity Chapel on this hill. How to be happy. Clap for Jesus. So God wants us to serve. Mrs. Clever, if you were not married to the kind of man you were married to, you wouldn't be singing in the choir. There are so many husbands in this church who are members of the church and they don't want their wives to serve. They don't want their marriages to serve God. They don't want their marriages to serve other people. But God wants all of us to succeed. Tell somebody, I'm succeeding. And my success will serve God and others. I mean, God wants my education to serve him. God wants my education to serve others. God didn't educate me to be a boss over others. He educated me to serve my generation. To be filled with this and empty myself of potential. That's the reason why I was born. And that's the reason why you were born. Tell somebody I was born to be filled with this. And to be emptied of potential. This is the greatest secret of life. You have to live long and serve people with all you have. That's all. Amen and amen. So God wants to save all men. That drunkard out there. God wants to save the drunkard. Not just saving the drunkard. But God wants that drunkard to succeed. Get money. And come to church. And support missions with his money. God wants your business to do well. So that you can put this good message on television, on radio, on the internet. God wants your business to do well so you can support the publishing of the books. God didn't call any one of us to be poor. But there is a thief out there who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And please, that thief, when he comes, he attacks only one thing. One fundamental thing, your faith. Write it, please. Faith. F-A-I-T-H. Your faith. So one great thing that it does is to speak through people. Yeah. Have you heard? Yeah. Did, did you see what he did? Did you see the kind of Bible scripture he read? He was saying it because of you. That is the devil speaking to somebody. And from today, I pray in the name of Jesus. 
that the devil will have no opportunity to enter your home or your mind through any agent of his in Jesus name when the devil wanted to kill humanity he entered into a serpent a snake when there was no human being who wanted to speak for him he entered into a snake and spoke through the snake and asked if did God say what is your bit you lived in heaven where knowledge was abandoned to say you won't stay and you left why do you want to find out what God is saying in the garden why do you ask the devil Ask, yes, he's around. Ask him, say, why? Why do you want to know what God said to me? You were in heaven. You knew everything he wanted. You didn't obey. Why do you want to know? But the devil came into the garden. He wanted to kill the success man heart. We live in a garden that had a supply of four rivers. The, our drinking trough was actually decorated with gold and diamond and jasper and onyx and satin precious stones. We lived in a garden where all fruits and flowers decorated the garden. We had success. We worked not because we needed to work to eat. We worked because work was part of the purpose of our creation. And the devil wanted us to live a life where we will struggle before we have food. So he said, is it true that God said you should be loyal to your church? Is it true that God said you should submit to your pastor? Is it true that God said you should obey your pastor? Is it really true that God said a small boy can tell you what is wrong with you? Is it really true? Is it true that God said because we want to serve him, we should come to church every evening? Is it true that God wants us to pray? Is it true that God wants us to give an offering? Is it true that God wants his pastors to rebuke us? The devil wants to attack your faith. So he just speaks through people. Did you hear? Did you see? Did you see what he did today? Surely the devil will come to your home after this meeting and ask you, did you see what the pastor did to you? It's the devil. He speaks through people. And when there is nobody for him to speak through, he will speak through bacteria. So when there is nobody for the devil to speak through, he will send some bacteria. He will send some virus. He will send some pathogens to your home. And they will come and give you malaria. And then the devil will come by. But they said you can walk in divine health. Why do you have malaria? Say, devil, nobody brings malaria except you. You are the cause. You spoke to the bacteria. You spoke to the virus. You spoke to the pathogens. You brought me diarrhea. So devil, leave my home. So Job said, he shoots his arrow at me at, in the morning. At noon, he shoots again. In the evening, he shoots. In the night, he visits me. Yet will I trust him. Because I know my God is good. And he does not bring evil. So if evil has come to my house, I don't blame God. There is another force that brought the evil. So he says, all the days of my change, will I wait patiently until my change, my time, my season has come. The devil spoke through some virus. They came into your blood just to challenge what God said that you dwell in health. Oh Jesus, I'm waiting. And I'm teaching you how you can be happy on this day. God wants all of us to be saved. God wants us to succeed. God wants Sunday school to succeed. God wants Hilltop to go forward. God wants you to go forward. And God wants you to serve your generation. Serving God in ministry is part of the things God desired for you. 
He that died, died for all. Though he didn't sin, he died for everybody's sin. So that everybody whose sins are forgiven will no longer live for himself, but live for him who died for him. So we have been given the ministry of reconciliation. Please, am I speaking to you? So please, don't forget this. And please, all church workers, we are meeting. I'm teaching today for six hours. Yeah, so anytime I start, I will teach for a minimum of six hours or until I finish. And when you come, don't doze because if you doze, I'll walk you out. Amen and amen. It's very important. God wants us to serve and I'm here to equip you to serve. That's all. When you come, I'm going to teach you the greatest qualities of a man who can water the, 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 the seedlings to grow. One of the great qualities of that man is that he is able to prove things from scripture. Any question you ask him, he can give you a Bible quotation. Bible says, and Apollos was eloquent, mighty in the scriptures. He spoke well and taught diligently. And he was able to prove from the scriptures that Christ is the Messiah. The Bible says he spoke boldly and taught diligently in the synagogues. When you come, I'm going to teach you a lot of things. I'm going to point out certain errors to you. And we are going to go out there and serve God. I said we are going to go out there and serve God. Listen, God has called all of us to different purposes. Some are supposed to live in glass buildings. But the fact that somebody's church is a glass building does not make that church better than those of us who live in the mud. If all of us wanted to go to the city, who would come to this muddy area? So God called somebody to the glass house. God called others who emptied themselves to this muddy area. Encourage us to stay. Don't treat us as if simply because we are inferior to others. We are not. Check 2 Corinthians and look at the marks of somebody's apostle. Anyone you can find in me, come. I'll point it out to you. Please, am I speaking to you? Yes, and please remember, if the devil comes to speak to me once, I'll talk back to him 30 times. I'm telling you, if he speaks once, I will give 49 scriptures in 30 ways. I said 49 scriptures in 30 ways to show him that what he said was not what God has said. I won't let any serpent speak to me. Say, no serpent will speak to me. I am made to succeed and I will succeed. I am made to serve and I will serve. I am made to be saved and I will be saved in the name of Jesus. Please, I've been in fellowship with Dr. Creflo Dollar and Bishop Dagwood Mills. All through last week, I've been in fellowship with them and I believe I've received an impartation from them. I'm preaching with your spirit and if you know them, you would know that I'm truly impacted. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. So how can I be happy? Because this church, how can I be happy on the hill? Because this is a hill. Where you are people, it is a city on the hill. We are on the pinnacle. We are on the hilltop. We are at a certain altitude. We have a higher life. We have a greater life. We have an abounding life. We are successful in our living. How can I be happy when I live on a hill like this? A hill of warriors. And the Bible says the battle of every warrior is with confused noise. So there is so much noise on the hill. There is so much fire and heat. Everybody say fire and heat. Fire. 
Oh, there's a fire on the mountain. This one, run in, don't run out. Because this fire on the mountain does not kill. It rather builds up. This boy needs what? Toffee. Wonderful. Don't worry. Go for toffee, okay? Otherwise, he will sit down. Go for sis. <laughs> I'm sure when I used to be a little boy, I was the same. <laughs> oh, Jesus. One day they told me that, Daddy, we don't want to eat today. We want to eat only toffees. The whole day. <laughs> and that's how children behave. They don't want to eat food that will make them grow. They want to eat food that is sweet in their mouth. That is children's attitude. Amen. How can I be happy on this hill? Ask somebody, how can I be happy on this hill? And I want people to be happy. And you see, the truth is on Friday, we prayed and prophesied into the building pastors' wives. Because most of our young men are pastors and they all need wives. I said they all need what? And by the grace of God, 13th August, all things being equal, everybody say, It's a Saturday, there is another wedding here. Amen and amen. Clap for Jesus. But we don't want the flow to cease. So we pray for more wives. In the name of Jesus, wives, wherever you are, we command you to come into the building. Father, bring us a lot of young women, undefiled young women, women who can be instructed to receive the heart, to marry pastors. Father, send plenty of them to our church in the name of Jesus. As we go out, Father, let them follow us to church in Jesus' name. We need more wives. More wives. Are you here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, say hallelujah. Everybody say hallelujah. 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 More wives are on the way coming. I see them in my spirit. They are coming and more pastors are coming with them. We would marry each other and we would go out into missions. The devil is in trouble. Tell somebody, the devil is in trouble. This place is not conducive for him at all. So tell the person, check yourself, check yourself. Uh, do you feel okay, comfortable? If you don't feel okay, cast him out. Tell somebody, cast him out. Cast him out. If you don't feel okay, cast him out. He is after your faith. He is after your faith. He doesn't want you to believe in the integrity of your pastor. He doesn't want you to believe in the integrity of God. He doesn't want you to believe in the integrity of our church. He doesn't want you to believe in the integrity of other people. That is why he moves them to tell you a lie. And move you to find out the lie they told you. Are you here or you are not here? Pastor God, the devil does not want me to believe you. So he will come and move you to tell a lie. And he will move me to find out the lie you told. So I won't believe you, but I refuse to doubt you. I said I refuse to doubt you. I believe in who you are. I believe in what God says you can be. And I see you coming to the place God has appointed you to be. In Jesus' name. From today, you will believe your wife. You will believe your husband. You will believe in your children. You will believe in your maid. You will believe in your mother. You will believe in your master. I see faith and trust come to our church. In Jesus' name. How can I be happy on this hill? How can I be happy here? 
Some people say, um, I usually, when I, I go to some church, I'm not happy. When I come to church, I'm not happy. The way the pastor is preaching makes me very sad. Check your spirit. It's not the pastor. Check your spirit. Something is there. God does not want it to stay there. And that is why the Holy Ghost wants to kill, kick that thing out. Let the Holy Ghost kick it out. Tell somebody, Holy Ghost, kick it out. Say, Holy Ghost, kick it out. Now, in Jesus' name, say, Devil, my mind is not your workshop. My mind is not your play field. Listen, when somebody brings you negative news, don't listen. Don't listen. Don't listen. God never sends any man to bring negative news. Everybody who carries negative news have ugly legs. Those who bring good news have brightened up legs. Brightened up legs. Brightened up legs. He said, how beautiful are those who bring me good news about the pastor. How beautiful the feet, the feet, their legs are so beautiful. They bring me good news about the church. When they close from church, all the news they have, today church was full. Pastor preached powerfully. There was spirit in the preaching. Everybody was happy. I was very happy. Everybody was changed. I was changed. Everybody was touched. I was touched. Such people have beautiful feet. But those who carry bad news around have ugly feet. Ugly feet. They are dusty. They roam about searching for news. But from today, I see God give you good news, sir. For your family, for your friends, sir. For your pastors, for your church members, for your workmates, sir. For your colleagues, sir. I see God give you good news. In Jesus' name. Ah, Jesus your feet will are so beautiful tell somebody let me look at your feet let me look at your feet remove your shoe remove your socks let me see your feet they are so beautiful say they are so beautiful so beautiful so beautiful because of the kind of shoes you are wearing what shoes are you wearing is the shoes of the readiness to preach the gospel is the shoes of the readiness to say a good thing to say a good thing to have a good message to say a good thing this message continues next week for more information about the ministry of Pastor Simpe Bibiaco, please visit www.trinitychapelonline.com. If you find yourself in our city, please join us at North Legon, Accra, Ghana. God bless you. Great.